Hey, basketball fans, the season won't be around forever, even if your team does make the playoffs. So get into all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings giving new players a free shot at a million dollars in total prizes. You can claim your free shot at that million dollars just by using the code TBPN during sign-up. You play in daily fantasy basketball simple. You just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, see how your team does against you know your best friend or some random stranger from around the world. You can take their money. Either way, you can win by playing with DraftKings. You can feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, every steal, assist, they all mean a little bit more to you because, I mean, you, you're right there with DraftKings. You got money riding on it. And, hey, if you baseball fans... Y'all might have missed out on the season-long fantasy, so, hey, y'all know we got you covered there, too. With DraftKings, your payday comes every day for players when you win, so what you waiting for? Head over, download the app now from your favorite store, download the DraftKings app, and use the code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at a million dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at a million dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions reply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hey, New Orleans Pelicans fans. Welcome back to Protecting Nest. You got your unfiltered dunks here with your guy, Dotson. Special guest for you today, we got Coach Sean Dumas over at Crescent City Christian. Or should I say championship coach Sean Dumas over at Crescent City Christian. Coach, how you doing today? I'm doing well, man. How about yourself? Oh, man. Enjoying this weather. Ready for the weekend to come up. I hear you got something big coming up next weekend, something this weekend. Before we get to that, tell people where they can find you on social media. So if they want to keep following what you're doing and all the positive things you're doing in the city, they can keep, keep in touch. Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at Sean Dumas uh, Basketball, S-H-A-U-N, Dumas, D-U-M-A-S, Basketball. Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Sean Dumas B-Ball. Um, and, you know, my name um, on Facebook, uh, that's that's where you can find me at, for sure. All right. So, Coach, before we get to the big event, let's talk Pelicans real quick to keep it topical. Because we was, we was talking about coaching and, and players – you know, actually committing to the to what you're trying to do for Correct. a new coach, old coach, no matter what, you got to get players to buy in. If Correct. somebody pulled something like Eric Bledsoe did the other day against the Knicks and did not foul and then come out and admitted he wasn't paying attention to coach in eight seconds up three, how do you treat that? But from like high school and college is one way, a pro you can't alienate them. But how would you treat a player coming into you? Hey, coach, what you said, I didn't do it because I wasn't paying attention. Oh man! See, at the high school level, you, you you know you have to you got to get them ready for the next level in life. Um, you got to prepare them to be professionals in life. So the way you handle that is you, you definitely gonna have to uh, serve some sort of suspension, some kind of way. Um, we're gonna spend a lot of time uh, doing some cardio, um, getting your getting your uh, your heart rate up, just so next time I'm talking, you all ears. Um, you know, but that's it, man. You got to be tuned in. You got to be locked in, especially. Um, at a key moment like that in the game, you know, you got to be locked in. Everybody got to hold their weight, and everybody got to be ready to rock and roll. So the way I handle it is, man, one of my guys do it, um, and, and just like flat out tell me, Coach, I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, man, you're going to have to sit down for a little while. But in the meantime, you're going you're gonna to get this running. You're going to do some running, man. <laughs> yeah, I pulled something like that in high school for, for the soccer team. Just wasn't paying attention. We had to clean this locker room for a full week. I had to go in and only do – 
I was in there with screwdrivers and stuff, cleaning and putting stuff back together while they were playing. But I, I learned my lesson, and the next year I got most improved. Next year I got MVP, and I, I made it to yep. school. And really, it comes down to being held accountable that day, or I might have just let it fall, let it fall, let it fall. Yep. And you know what? That's it, man. The, the accountability piece. And because your coach held you accountable because he cared about you, you know, you, you didn't make that mistake again. It wasn't something that was, you know, you know, it was punitive. You had to do some 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 work because of it. But it was a redemption as well. You know what I mean? So you was able to redeem yourself in the midst of it. So that was big time. Right. In the moment, I didn't know if it was he, he cared about me or he hated me. All I know is <laughs> we didn't win the game and I wasn't winning right. in practice that week. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, looking at looking at that, looking at coaching and say a young team, because this Pelicans is a young team. Uh, I yep. think I sent you over that, you know, out of bounds after a timeout picture of the screenshot. What would you say to a team, uh, all the fans really, that are saying, "Hey, let's chase SVG out," when really it looks like Stan Van Gundy's plan's working when the players do pay attention. They're just young and inexperienced. Yeah, man, that's it. Um, you know, he just like I, you know, like we say, they, they just gotta buy in. You know what I mean? Um, once they once they, they kind of get this thing um, and, and they lock in, once they get it and they lock in, everything's going to be all right. Um, man, SVG is a great coach, man. Um, I, don't, I think, you know, people – and it's hard to see how great of a coach he is when you're kind of going through the turbulence. You know what I mean? And so we're in this turbulence season, and, he, and he's trying to groom his guys to play the way he needs them to play in order to win in his system. You know what I mean? And so um, – but I think it's, these guys going to turn in the right way. They're going to they're gonna do what they need to do to figure it out, you know, whether it's – this year, whether it's next year, he's gonna get a good group in. Um, but man, SVG is a great coach, man. Um, you can't take nothing away from what he did, man, and, and what he's doing. Like you know, just some of the graphics you showed me, man. Um, you know, he's number five in the league, right? Um, Above Popovich. Yeah. Who and everybody A-team. won't question Popovich. That's like sacrilege in the basketball yeah. world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he's only behind, you know, he's, he's behind Steve Curry. You know what I mean? Like, man, this dude, he know what he's doing. This guy know what he is doing, period. I think we saw a lot of growth in that Clippers game. If you watched the first five games of the season, first ten games of the season, and watch how this team played in the third quarter, you know, it was a very balanced offense. We didn't get a lead in the first quarter till Najee Marshall hit a three-pointer. And, and I think that's a lot to do with it is having the right role players out there. They're still shoring up the back end of this roster. But Brandon Ingram, he was hitting mid-range shots. Zion hit a three because nobody was guarding him. Everybody had sucked back in. You're starting to see this offense balance out a little bit, and they haven't had practices. Anybody, I think, calling for a coach's head after one season and what is now 14 practices according to a team source that I got over here, you can't build a team in 14 practices in, in, in that many months. You just can't do it. No, man, no. And, and this this year is very tricky, man. And, and so I think we got to be a little patient. Um, we got to be a little bit patient with them. Um, and we got to we got to allow these guys let them let them have a full season to get these guys in the gym to really work his system to 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 um and, and allow the guys to buy into the vision. You know what I mean? Um, once we allow these guys, once he, once his guys buy into the vision, he can really invest in his guys. Um, I think you know we'll definitely see a turnaround. But, I mean, after, you know, during the pandemic, um, we didn't really get the the you know, the offseason we, we were supposed to have. You know what I mean? All of those things really play a big role when you don't have a bunch of superstars on the, on the team. I, did I say that out loud? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, when you, when you don't have, a you know, four or five superstars on the same team, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it does take that buy-in. It does take that gel, and it does take that chemistry. Well, and so we got to give them some time. Even if you have all that, look at the, the routines of a veteran player, a routine of LeBron. He puts a million dollars into his body. 
I yep. guarantee you that players under 23, just by weight of not having the time to learn those routines, they're just not going to have them as much. Even if you say he's always in the gym, he's always doing the right thing. Go talk to LeBron, a D-weight, or even a, even a middle-of-the-road guy like Frank Jackson who was here in town. He's made a lot of leaps in going to Detroit because he's kind of learned more of the business routine of it all. These players, they haven't even had a chance to negotiate their second contract. So the business routine, the keeping your body in shape, the staying checked in through a full, long, regular season, they're just not there yet. It's all about evaluation for next year, which which will be a full season. That's the first – for me, that's the first year they should expect a playoff window to open. And that's also the halfway point for Zion and David Griffin on their first contracts. Zion, we know, will get a second one. David Griffin, we don't know. Yeah, man. Yeah. At that level, it's about consistency and results, man. And so you got you to gotta show those two things for sure. Well, Coach, you've been getting consistent results where you at. Talk about your program and your state championship to switch it over and, and how you've been leading and getting that accountability and, and all the things you've done to build that program into what it is. Yep, yep. Um, man, you know what? Yeah, I have, I've had a lot of success. Uh, you know, we've been uh, in a state championship game the last five years in a row. Um, we've been able to, um, you know, manufacture um, in the last four years, we've been, we've been able to put 15 kids in college um, to play college basketball. Um, we've been able to um, not just make basketball players, but really, really good kids that turn to young men. You know what I mean? Um, and that's responsible and that's really good uh, law-abiding citizens and, and, and Christian young men. You know, uh, that's really important to me. And so some of the biggest things for me is just, you know, our kids bought in. And the reason why they buy in is because they know we care about them. They know we love them. They know everything that we do um, is going to be, first of all, it's going to be first class. You know, uh, I, I spend a lot of time. I think, you know, I, I, I'm going to try to be as humble as possible, but I think I'm one of the hardest co- working coaches, um, you know, on, on this side of heaven uh, because I spend a lot of time, you know, learning uh, the, the, the small nuances, learning the, the different verbiages that changes um, within the game, you know, uh, you know, spending time practicing ATOs. I spend time practicing baseline out of bound plays, you know, after time out. You know, all of those big, big time things that help you um, become a better coach. You know, I, I, you spend a lot of time practicing that, you know. Um, but when the athlete come to Crescent City, they know that they're not just going to get better as a basketball player, but they're going to become better even as a young man. And that's been the biggest success that we've had. And that's why we've had so much success because it's about the whole kid, right? If I'm just focusing on the kid on the basketball court, then there'll be some areas in the game that he'll miss, right? But I know for sure my guys will be always locked in if I focus on the little things in life, making sure you're in class on time, making sure you did your homework, making sure that you studied for your test, making sure that you made your bed when you left the, left the house. Those little bitty things that we, we take for granted every single day, but it go a long way when you're talking about needing guys to buy in, need guys to be locked in, when you need guys to make sure they get extra reps in. Because guess what? If you got a test and you ain't studied for it, can't get those extra shots in you know what i mean you got to go home and study and so now what we're doing is we're putting we're putting we're, we're putting all the distractions away and we're saying you know what this is how we're gonna ride this is how we're gonna make this thing work and man it's, it's work man my kids have bought in you know they work i got guys that come in at five six o'clock in the morning some guys stay to seven eight o'clock at night getting shots up i got a thousand shot club you know um and these guys are really working man and they really 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 spend a lot of time uh, working on their craft because they love the game, they love the sport, and they want to stay out of trouble. Hey, Coach, you can tell you love the game, the sport. You love helping people in any way possible. Hoops 
is your conduit to that. No matter what you were doing in life, I think you'd be doing that. And don't be humble. There's a reason you, Coach Micah, and Coach Rory are on my top three in the country. There's a reason I put like Coach Rory in a Forbes article highlighting him is because it wasn't because I was looking for. It's because I saw something worth writing for. It wasn't just to fill space. And right. and so don't be humble. Y'all are some of the greatest coaches I've run across since I started playing sports as a kid. Man, thank you so much. That means a lot to me, man. That means a lot to me. Man, I've said it on other podcasts. I've even told my mom that, like, I wish I had coaches like y'all. I had that one coach that would hold me accountable. But once he was left, I, I, honestly, I didn't have it. I think it led to a little bit of trouble, not to not to get on my personal soapbox here. But we can all learn from that. Seeing right. that approach and different approaches, it, it it's helped so much. I've learned stuff from y'all just by being in the gym for the few hours I've been there. And right. it was nothing about basketball. It was how to approach people more than anything else. And, yeah. and I, I thank you for that. Like, it, I have actually learned from being in your gym. And so I know them kids being there every day, they're getting a, a valuable experience, just a golden opportunity to, to better themselves, better their lives, better their families, and then better their community. And, and that's what you're doing at that school. Again, I appreciate you. Don't be humble about that. But it's 5 in the morning to 8 at night, that's got to be paying off for them kids. They going to any tournaments here soon? They going to they gonna show the world what they're doing? Oh man, look, we getting ready to. Uh, I'm getting ready to actually board a plane um, in the next hour or so, man. We getting ready to go to Miami. Uh, you know, I have one of the best AAU programs right now, uh, Nike, uh, Florida Lee Live On, um, Nike team, and we getting ready to go uh, play the Night Riders tournament. It was a big time tournament. You know, I have some of the best kids in the state of Louisiana on this team. Um, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a few of my guys. Um, on my team, you know, I do have a big time six eight kid, uh, John Kelly, who's ranked number two in the state um, in class of twenty twenty three. Uh, Derek Burdett, um, who's really really good, and uh, I also have uh, Makai Taylor, who's really really good. Man, these kids, these kids are, you know, they, they're the real deal. You know, these kids been playing high school basketball two years, and in the two years they play high school basketball, they won state champions. So, um, you know, <laughs> so you know that, that goes to show you a little bit about just their work ethic and who they are as people. Yeah, and once you get that instilled, you can go anywhere in this life. Can you can you talk about the other things you got going? You got kids in school. You got kids going to college. You got kids coming out of college. Might even have one going to the pros. On the, Coach Rory's got his, I forget her name. She's over at Florida State. Might be in the WNBA. There's a lot of talent in this city, but a lot of people can't see I'm playing ball here. How can I jump into a college opportunity, professional opportunity? You're doing a lot of stuff with the, I guess, veteran hoopers of New Orleans. Not only yep. in the AAU, but these open runs coming up. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, man. Uh, actually, man, you know, one of the biggest things, Coach Rory and I always talk, man, and we always say we wanted to collab on some stuff because, you know, I think that, you know, um, man, I love Michael, man. Michael do a lot of stuff together as well. But, you know, me and Coach Rory never really got a chance to do any kind of collabing. And we always talked about it because, you know, one, I love his work ethic. He loved my work ethic. Both of us are professionals. And uh, I think it was just time. And so, you know, we, we finally got a chance to sit down. Our pets, our schedules finally, you know, just kind of um, was perfect. And so we said, man, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to attack it. And, like, it was crazy because, you know, his network is crazy. My network is crazy. And, I mean, just between the two of us, we said we're going to do this, man, and we're going to do it for the city. And one of the biggest things we're doing with the open runs is Coach Dumas and Coach Rory's exclusive open runs, the private runs. Basically, what we want to do is we want to we want to put the city on the map. There's a lot of basketball here in Louisiana, from 
the professionals to college, high school, middle. There's a lot of basketball here. And what we need to do is we need to continue to trend upward um, in a basketball community because right now on the football side, the football side have it. You know, uh, they, they, they figured it out. Okay. You know, but on the basketball side, I think we're figuring it out too. And we got some kids, man, that, that can really go. Like if you just look at in a national championship and a final four game, you had what? You had three guys that played um, in a final four. You had three guys from New Orleans, uh, uh, Louisiana, in a final four. Plus, you had two coaches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's big time. You know what I mean? And, and that should that should come for something. So, basically, what me and Coach Rory wanted to do was we said we wanted to get the best of the best um, in the gym one time and just let these guys compete. Because you know what? When 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 those guys from California go home, they have big time open run they can play at. When those guys in Texas are home, they have big time open runs they can play at. You know, everywhere else they have big time open runs. So it was like, why not our city? Because guess what? We have some of the best hoopers down here as well. So we wanted to create something that was super special. And so we called on some of our big time pros, you know, uh, or less than the Caleb, uh, who, who, who was one of the biggest Euro, Euro Cup players uh, ever, really, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, His name resonates around the world when it talks basketball. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like the further you get away from New Orleans, the more people appreciate his talent. You go to Turkey or Greece, Bo McCaleb is, yeah, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's who he is. You know what I mean? And so I mean, but we, you know, we we putting together thirty guys, thirty guys inside the gym. Um, you know, we got some big time players. You know, you got Latrell Jones. Um, you have uh, Kyle uh, Holloway. That, that's that's at Georgetown. Man, I mean, it's it's going to be the real. I seen Tyree coming back in for that. Tyree's coming, you know what I mean? Like, and you know, Tyree's one of my favorite players to watch, man, because you know, as much as he's accomplished, he still played his game like extremely hard every single time. Oh, let me give a big shout out to in the bubble pro am, man. Tyree just won an MVP um, in the bubble pro am championship. Tyree went for thirty four and like six, man. He, oh, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, he was up, man, and it was a really good game, you know, but. You know, that's just a – man, that, that dude, man, he plays hard every single time. And so all these guys are going to be in the gym. Kendall Dykes Jr., Javon Felix, Damari uh, Burns, uh, Jerron Pierre, Elijah Tate, Byron Joshua, um, Elijah Morton, TJ Cop, man, look, Jordan Wright that plays for Vanderbilt. Man, we getting the best of the best inside one gym and let these guys go at each other and make each other better because it's for the culture, it's for the city for sure. I like that you said culture. That, I just wrote that one down. We have the football culture in this city. If you look back in 20, 25 years, I think when people look at the basketball culture and what it's going to grow into, because I really believe basketball is going to blow up uh, yep. in this city way more than it, it, it is now. And they're going to yep. look back at that gym, your gym at Crescent City, that, that hot box of a gym Coach Rory had us in with no air conditioning out in the east. Those are going to be the little kernels of nuggets. That, that's going to be the popcorn that really explodes the culture in this city. Yeah. When they want to know where it jumped off at, where was the first bucket that was the culture of this city? It's y'all's gym. It's y'all's coaching. It's y'all's players. So, yeah. I mean, you own it. Again, don't be humble. That's going to be your your yeah. statue in front of that gym eventually. Oh, man. Look, hey, you, you speak it, I receive it. Um, But you know what, man? And also, I want to give a big shout out to all the media, man. Like the media has been like blowing this thing up, man. Um, you know, we we really expecting a great, a big time turnout. You know, people like yourself, people like Josh Preston, you know, uh, 
you know, fast break, you know, just, just, and, and there's so many, man, we got like nine or 10 different media outlets that's going to be there just to cover it. You know what I mean? And so everybody kind of realized the importance of it, you know, um, and everybody realizes how, um, you know, what, 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 what a, what a basketball community is trending, um, here in Louisiana. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm more than humble, man. I'm humbled by just the response we've been getting, but I can't wait to get in that gym and see these guys go at it, man. I can't wait. I promise I can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for next Friday. I already got the day off, planned everything around it. And, yeah. and it, to me, that's really going to be something. It's going to be something. Yeah. Oh, I just had a note right there. Hey, but yeah, yeah. when you talk about the media, I'm going to edit that one out, 1854. When you talk about the media, <laughs> uh, <laughs> how much has the exposure helped in New Orleans and Louisiana? I've noticed that the media, Instagrams, and all the you know profile sites to help you get video out there has really blown up in the last few years maybe five years that wasn't really yeah. there when i was in high school and college for for anybody in the state really and now you got the nike leagues and everything cycling through how much does that exposure help grow the city's culture and how much does that exposure help the city get out to so we got players in the final four coaches and new orleans is really going to be spread all over the country dominating basketball courts the same way we do yeah. the football field right man that's a great question actually man because you know when when we were playing, you had to, you know, if a coach wanted to see you, he had to like fly out there and see you, you know, unless somebody had a video. And you know where I'm from, everybody didn't have a video camera. You know what I'm saying? Um, or they had the so, big ones like this, and Grandpa couldn't big, hold it steady. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> like with the big boombox. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, man, you have a cell phone that can do just as good as any camera that you have, and they, there's people, man, that have cell phones and cameras. And I mean, and thank God for social media, man. Now. Now these coaches, they don't even have to go nowhere. They can just see one highlight. So, who, who this kid name is? And now all of a sudden, they're they're online and they're looking at this kid. And now you know this kid's getting recruited by a big time. You know, one of the biggest guys right now that's just blowing up out out of out of, out of nowhere is the kid Solomon Washington. You know, this kid's mm -hmm. been doing this for a long time. But you know, um, the right lens was on him. You know, what I'm saying the right media person pubbed him at the right time. And man, this kid is blowing up. Man, he's received about seven, eight offers just this week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so this us understanding that culture and, and, and embracing media and allowing because it was a time coaches didn't allow the media to come to practice and to come to game because they felt like it was so much of a distraction. So now coaches are saying, you know what, man, in order to get my kids seen, I want I want I want Josh Preston to be here. You know what I mean? I want Chris Dawson to come here and write about my guys. You know, I want I want these guys to be here. I want you know, I want to get fast break in the, in the gym. Maybe even to come to practice, you know what I mean? I want these guys to be here um, because they're helping um, build the culture for basketball and also they're helping push our kids out of the city and getting them known, for sure. Yeah, and a lot of that, coaches didn't want distractions in the building, but if if, if, if it's me and John Preston in there with our cell phones and you're distracted by that, you ain't going to make it in college. They got big cameras. They got ESPN. You got commercial timeouts. You got As a coach, you have to get them ready for the, what they're trying to jump into and not right. limit their world so much. Yeah. On that note, is there something you could wish you saw more of? Is you maybe is there a way, maybe even perhaps myself could help these kids that maybe they don't have the greatest video, maybe they don't have the best grades, but they want to write a letter, actually form out a letter, and email some coaches and try and market themselves. Do you think there's enough of that? Do you think that more of that needs to be done? How would you tell a kid that's been overlooked in his eyes to build a connection with maybe? you know, some coaches and finding him a spot. Yeah, I, I do think that um, 
what we do need is we do need a platform for because think about this, right? We do have our big kids that do get what they do, what they what they get, all right. But a lot of times those kids are not getting, um, they're not going to the spot that they really need to be going to. And so what's happening is there's so many kids down here that can be playing at some level of college basketball, you know, to get that free education. They can be getting some level of it. Excuse me. But they're not getting it, and so we have so many kids that that slip through the cracks. You know what I mean? So I think what we can do is we can build more platforms to have, you know, unsigned senior showcases, you know, just some kind of showcases to showcase these kids. And so they can, you know, it may not be an, it may not be a, a, a Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three. Maybe an NAIA school. It may be a, a NCCAA school. You know what I mean? It may be a, you know, it may be a, a Division Two JUCO. But at least these kids are getting some some parts of a free education, so they can get out of here and they can do, you know, they can be. They can provide for their families at, at one point in their life. You know what I mean? Because we have a lot of kids down here, man, that just don't make it. And as soon as school over, they're going straight into the workforce. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, they're, or they're going straight to college, which is not a bad thing. You know, <laughs> but you know they, these kids could, you know, they, they're leaving parts of a career that they probably could have developed into something pretty darn good. You know what I mean? So I think what we could do is, yeah, you know, I, 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 I all right, let me get on my soapbox a second. Get I it. do think that. Um, you know, we could we could get the news a little bit more at the games. You know, at, le- at least the basketball games. You know, football games they they, they jam packed. But for basketball games, get more news people um, at basketball games. You know, uh, and pub basketball a little bit more inside the papers. You know, the, our, our local papers and different things like that. That'd be big time. Um, as well as you know, getting with our local colleges to see you know what we you know how do we need to develop our kids to. To, to receive more offers and, and, and get more interest from our local schools, you know what I mean, to um so that they'll be interested in and in, in, in want to sign our local kids. Yeah, I tell the kids all the time, if you got an opportunity anywhere, go. New Orleans or your hometown, if you're from Natchitoches, up where I graduated from, Natchitoches and New Orleans will be waiting for you if you don't make it to the NBA. But still go try it. Bring that opportunity and what you learn, bring it back home, help somebody else. Two things I wish we had more of is, yeah, local schools, the high schools, had more full camps like you take your whole team to LSU or NSU for their basketball camps and let yep. them learn in that environment and yep. also hopefully we get around to doing another raffle or something like that getting it to where every kid as soon as they're eligible between sophomore and junior year they don't have to come out of their own pocket to pay for clearinghouse paperwork if you've got yep. the grades I think we need to start like a Orleans Parish grant JP something so that these kids if they say hey I've got the grades and I've got the drive and the, and the dream We'll fill the, your clearinghouse paper. We'll cover that for you and make sure all your P's and Q's on the paperwork is done. So you got to worry about your schoolwork. you got to worry about practice and making sure coach is right with you and you're doing right things in life. But for something like that, that it might be the first time for a lot of families going through that process, bring some of us athletes back that have done it so that we can walk you through those steps. And you're not waiting until midway through your senior year wondering why a coach hadn't called you. The coach literally can't call you unless you've done your, your clearinghouse paperwork. I think just bringing out more information, more, making it more accessible, and getting more kids filed. Just the fact that you have a whole squad full of clearinghouse paperwork on your roster, that'll get a college coach there because why would he go watch one team that's got one kid when he could go watch a tournament and know that every one of those kids here in Orleans Parish, New Orleans, is ready ready for that call because they've done their P's and Q's. They've done their paperwork. Yeah, I, I think I think creating a platform like that will be huge. 
Yeah, and because just any, anywhere a mom could even call and say, "Hey, I don't know what to do to help my kid. He's a freshman. He's showing promise. Something, or he's not showing promise. How can I get? It? How can we build out a, a counseling, a mentorship thing there, where we take some of the weight off of the coaches like yourself, so you can do more of what you do better and not have to worry about paperwork, which really can bog down a kid and, and an administration, and and really take an opportunity off the plate if you miss something you didn't even know you missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's big time, man. I, I think most of our kids coming out of high school don't know anything about the clearinghouse, don't know nothing about qualifying, don't know any of that, right? And so, um, yeah, man, I think, I think, I think that's, that's the biggest thing. I, and I actually wrote some of that down, man, because that's actually some good stuff, man, especially moving forward, man, because if you want to trend up, you really got to trend up, not just playing basketball, but it's also all all areas. So because if we have a kid that's doing what they need to do, we need to know about this. So we need to trend up in, in all the ways. So that's big time, yeah. Hey, any way I can help with that, Coach, if your kids want to come in, I'll, I'll show them how I've structured letters that I've sent to the Saints, the Pelicans, to coaches back in college. It's really just finding your voice, writing it, taking your time. And, and creating that network, that connection with a coach. I would rather be talking to a coach. I'm sure everybody would rather talk to a coach as soon as they can day one junior year rather than wait to the senior year. They're in the, you know, they're in the playoffs. A coach sees them, but you're, you're really scrambling for opportunities at that point. That's pretty much late in the game when it comes to getting scholarships and getting opportunities to go to school and further the education. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to definitely take you up on that offer. <laughs> hey, I'll be out there. If you wasn't hopping on that plane, I was going to run these uh, soccer balls and some other equipment out. Every time I've tried, it's either been Easter or raining. Hey, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. But, Coach, we're going on 30 minutes, and you're about to have to go catch a plane ride. Man, look, Chris, man, I can't I can't thank you enough, man, just for the, the platform that you allow um, and, and, and that, you, that you allowed me to, to be on and, and to talk about just some of the things I've been able to do in the community. Man, I appreciate you. I just wanted to let you know that. Hey, man. Likewise, much appreciation. The community is getting so much out of what you guys are doing, and they don't even know it. So I want to publicize that as much as possible so that y'all can get some more good, some more help coming in, and we can really grow this culture of basketball in New Orleans to where it's, it's basically going to match the Saints, I think, in 20, 30 years. If we can sustain a winning culture, keep this growing, keep coaches like yourself in the city and doing things like this, there's no stopping the talent in this city from going wherever they want in this world. Lamar... Peters has shown that, Tyree, Mitch Robinson, they've all shown that. So the example's there. We just keep building on it. We'll have the experience. We'll have the culture that, that really attracts talent to New Orleans so they can bring talent back to their cities. And there's nobody more talented than yourself. In the high school ranks, I'm sure, in coaching in general, just your approach to it, everything I've seen, just lovely, lovely coach. So y'all have a good flight. One more time, tell the people where they can find you on social media, and we'll let you get out there to win another championship. Oh, man, appreciate you, Chris. You can find me uh, at Sean Dumas Basketball, S-H-A-U-N, um, on Instagram. You can find me at Sean Dumas B-Ball on Twitter. Um, Facebook, you can find me at Sean Dumas, S-H-A-U-N-D-U-M-A-S. Thank you so much for having me again, Chris, man. You're, you're a class act. Hey, man, appreciate you, Coach. Y'all have a good flight. Have you on when you get back, and we'll promote that uh, the, the open runs a little bit more once we see what the oh, Pelicans man, are going to do. Oh, man, listen to me. And the guys, they're they ready, too, man. They've been, they've been texting us all day, man. They're ready to rock and roll. I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to see it. So, yeah, Coach, again, we've said bye a few, four times, but please stay safe. Y'all have a good trip out to Miami. Thank you.